Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, let's just take a deep breath. Today's episode is going to be deep and I feel like weird starting it off with a smile because I know, you know, you can see from the title what we're going to be talking about today. We're probably going to be hearing me cry for the first time on Growing and Glowing. We're probably going to be getting very deep. We're going to be getting very personal, I expect. But you know why I'm happy to start off today's episode? Because I feel like where there is grief, where there is sadness, there has been love. And where there is darkness, we can always insert a little bit of love and a little bit of light. And I feel like even though today's episode is about grief and it is about the very human experience that is loss, as painful as it can be, as with anything that we like to discuss over here on Growing and Glowing, there is certainly some magic to be learned through those testing moments. So let me do formal intros before we get stuck. Hello to you, the lovely person listening. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Growing and Glowing. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in. Growing and Glowing is our safe space to delve into all things life learnings there may be from spirituality, love, motherhood, grief, friendship, the list goes on, so much more. But I am here as always and forever may I remind you to provide you with a friend through the very up and down journey that growing and glowing into the very best version of who we truly are can be so let me just remind you of that I'm here okay if this is your first time tuning in to growing and glowing I love you I've got you we're gonna get deep today but we're ready to do it together, right? Let's do this. Hi guys, welcome back. I missed you all over the last week. Do you know what? I'm loving growing, growing so much. I literally want to be one of those podcasts that uploads every day, but I think being 
days away from okay not days I sound really dramatic when I say that I'm not going to be giving birth in like three days time guys being a few mere weeks away from giving birth I think I'd probably send myself into overdrive if I was to do that um but I am loving it so much I just want to sit here and talk to you all day to be completely honest and I feel like today's episode is probably going to be quite a long one um we've got a lot to get into and I just want to say once again if you are new here to growing and glowing first of all welcome but you might have found me today through obviously the title being to do with grief and loss um if you found me through trying to find someone to relate to or to share an experience with alongside whatever is going on in your life right now, I just want to send you the biggest cuddle in the whole wide world. I'm sending you so much love. I really wish, honestly, please feel that from me. I'm really sending you a big squeeze right now. It's okay, honey. We can get through it, okay? there's a lot of shit that can happen in this life and if you found me today through trying to search for grief or loss or losing your mum um I'm here just like I'm here for all of you but this episode in in particular I just really want to dedicate to anybody that has gone through grief or loss which at some point unfortunately in our in our life will most likely have happened to all of us um I literally always say to Connor as morbid as it sounds I hope I die before he does because I literally physically cannot cope with grief again oh it's a sticky one isn't it why does grief sound so scary why is loss so uncomfortable well we're going to get into that all today guys and I'm going to be sharing my experience and as we always do over here on Growing Glowing we are going to be joining together we're going to be rallying together and making the world a better place by giving everybody the podcast equivalent of a home ba- home-baked batch of big chunky chocolate chip cookies and watching real housewives and if that's not your happy place we can still be friends because there's lots of other happy places too but that's just my personal happy place and if you need a new happy place to try out i'd recommend starting there anyway before we even get into affirmation of the day today guys i actually have something i want to share with you now this isn't specifically related to today's topic of grief but you know me i love a quick side story we love a quick side note a little diversion of the topic um i actually have (laughs) okay gonna sound this is the first time i'm like ever doing something like this on the podcast you know what ellie it's the divine trust it babe okay listen to me try to sort myself out ellie we don't judge over here okay guys now I might sound a little bit like Mystic Meg when I say this, but I have actually a message from the universe for you today. So, hear me out, okay? I was doing my planning and preparing for this episode, which I do every single day leading up to when I record a new episode. And I can't lie, nothing was really coming through apart from the usual that I always get, which is like, speak to the heart. And I'm talking about like, you know, these messages kind of just come through to me when I do a little bit of meditation or I just sit quietly and 
kind of try to listen to the thoughts that come up in my mind as I'm planning a pardon me sorry pregnancy uh that's what happens when I try to talk too quickly and I've got a baby in my womb when I always do when I'm planning an episode but yeah not much was really coming up apart from speak for the heart so I was like okay well that makes me a bit nervous because I am a planning girly okay I do like to sit with my notepad and you know go through my favorite books and reference this and reference that but yeah like I said nothing was coming up so I thought you know what I'm gonna do some angel card pulls now I got one card that was for me specifically I feel like but I actually got three cards today that like I said aren't very relevant really for the topic but I feel like if you've tuned in and you've listened to me this far you need to hear what these cards are that I pulled because I feel like they're for you babe and I just really 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 want you to take in these cards okay you might not actually chances are if you're here on growing and glowing you might be into that kind of thing I am raise your hand if you're into angel cards me but listen these are the three cards that I pulled out that you need to hear today okay so first of all they're all very similar when I tell them to you you will know what I mean they're all very similar okay so first of all leap you go first the universe will catch you right number two warrior woman if you weren't afraid what would you do number three yes just say yes so whoever's listening to this right now you need to hear from the universe downloaded by hot off the press by your gal mrs swift over here um you're just really being called to do oh i'm reminding myself one of those tiktokers right now as i shift through these cards you're really being called to just face your fears and do it anyway can i just say often the things that are provoking the most fear in us the things that seem the scariest on the other side of those are where our greatest gifts from the universe lie okay so if you weren't afraid what would you do if there was no judgment in this world what would you do if there could be no um no failure wasn't a thing what would you do with this life so that idea that you've been having that thing that keeps popping into your mind at the moment that thing that just feels like a really good idea do it please please because your best life is waiting on the other side yes 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 is the explanation of that yes card just do it okay so i don't know who needed to hear that hopefully that serves some of you in some way um i don't know if i've just ended up telling uh the einstein of our generation to start that science lab or you know the creator of the most stunning cookie recipe in the world has just listened to that she doesn't know it yet but she's just listened to that and she's gonna create them and then the whole world's vibration is going to be lifted through that cookie recipe you don't know i you know i just felt like someone needed to hear that today so anyway take with that what you will but let's get into today's official affirmation of the day which i really wanted to do something that applies to everybody today but i also wanted it to really sit with the people who are listening to this in their grief right now so let's just take a moment let's put our hand on our heart let's release our shoulders i'm actually going to do a little bit of stretching of my neck today because that's what feels good right now 
but I just want you to take this moment for yourself and just really own it wherever you're wherever you are whatever you're doing let's do a deep breath in and out repeat after me today I choose love and I choose to heal Today I choose love and I choose to heal. I'm not going to go into that too much. But just know that you deserve love. And you deserve to heal through the things that have hurt you. But only you can choose that for yourself, okay? Just your big sis reminder right now. I choose love and I choose to heal. You deserve it so next up of course we have our famous highlight reel that ends up being about 20 minutes actually today i'm going to keep it very very short and sweet because i don't actually have three things to share i guess i could if i really wanted to but one of them would have to be um the cream the white chocolate cream eggs um i feel like they're very self-explanatory babe i don't really need to divulge much info on them they're great and sure, if you want to add that to today's highlight reel to make it three things, go for it. But my highlight reel today is very short and sweet. The first thing actually is journaling. Now, I've never been much of a journaler until I lost my mum. I don't actually think I'd ever journaled a day in my life. I kept diaries, sure, when I was like seven. But... um yeah journaling I did I wasn't really into very much and then the day after my mum died I did my first like diary entry slash journaling as an adult and I actually read back my first ever journal entry last night in kind of preparation for this podcast episode because it was when I like I said it was the day after I lost my mum so I kind of wanted to take myself back to that time in my mind and remind myself how I was feeling and the emotions that were coming through and it's just I found a very loving and interesting way in how to like keep that kind of connection between who you are today versus what you've been through because even though when you write these journal entries it's like I don't ever want to read this back probably um should you ever find yourself in the position three years down the line in it in an entirely new place and position in life and you do want to take yourself back there actually it's a really lovely reminder of how far you've come and I just think it's one of those hello my sweet heck someone's come for a cuddle do you mind this is you actually everyone can hear your tail wagging and your nose hecky have you got anything you want what's your highlight real heck gosh causing a ruckus in here now hecky yeah sorry so journaling that's number one on the highlight reel um really good way to just reflect on what you're actually feeling because you'd be so surprised at what comes up if you write it down and just take five minutes to really gather your thoughts and express it somewhere and then number two meditation actually has made a big return back into my life sometimes I go for like a you know weeks really without sitting there and I've been finding it in all honesty quite hard 
as of recent because I am so pregnant now this baby babe is constantly wriggling around my tummy and any position I sit in is not particularly comfortable so trying to like get into a deep relaxation when heavily pregnant I actually find it quite tricky um but I've I've kind of like taken a new stance on my meditation at the end of pregnancy because it's something I do need to do to make me feel connected and grounded so I have wanted to find ways to reincorporate it back into my life even when my physical body is kind of uncomfortable so I've literally been meditating babe when I've been waiting for my toast as we discussed in last week's highlight reel my Nutella on toast getting me through my life right now um I've been just taking a few deep breaths and really zoning in to the universe as I've been waiting for my toast to pop up babe which takes 90 seconds I've been doing it in the shower I've been doing it just before I fall asleep at night time so I just want to remind you if you know if you're not really into meditation if you don't want to sit there for like 20 minutes half an hour and really zone into the universe and like download all of this info from your spirit guides and blah 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 you don't have to meditation can just literally be deep breaths and trying to clear your mind and I just think that's important to just um stop us feeling so overwhelmed because we take in so much information all the time every second every day let's just give ourselves that moment of being calm so yeah that's my little highlight reel of today's episode short and sweet but actually two really important things i think in becoming better don't underestimate those small things that you can do don't underestimate that little bit of time for yourself in doing things like journaling and meditating they're very very easy to put off as we get stuck into the swing of everyday life but um they're key i think those little habits into becoming the best version of yourself anyway let's get stuck in to today's episode So if you are listening to this episode the day it goes live, it will have been Mother's Day here in the UK just yesterday and I hope you all had a lovely one, however you spent it, whoever you spent it with. Mother's Day is a day just to remember love and the women in our life, actually of course predominantly mothers but also I just think it's just another great day to celebrate girls isn't it (laughs) to be honest with you because I know for a fact that it certainly wasn't just my mum that raised me in this life it's been a handful of women it's been a village of women so whoever you spent it with and whoever you kind of paid tribute to yesterday I hope that it was a day full of love and light for you Mother's Day for me will always be slightly oh god here we go I can feel the emotion rising already um Mother's Day for me will always be slightly overwhelming I guess because if you guys have stuck around for my journey on YouTube over the last few years you will probably be aware of the fact that my mum died on Mother's Day in 2020 so mother's day will always have a bit of a tinge of sadness i suppose but like i said 
where there is sadness, where there is grief, where there is darkness, there's always room for a little bit of an injection of love and light. And I just want to literally just jump straight in and just go with saying straight away, this is my third Mother's Day without my mum now. And it gets better. I just want to say that. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It gets better. I am nowhere near coming to a conclusion of my journey with grief. In fact, I'm still very early with it. In fact, there is never a conclusion of a journey with grief because grief is forever a wound that there is no fixing. There is no healing for the grief. The success of dealing with grief, in my opinion, is becoming aware of the life that you're choosing to live with your grief and trying to do that and deal with that in the most loving, accepting, non-judgmental way possible to you. Grief is the price we pay for love. If we have loved, if we have felt human connection, which I bloody hope every single person listening right now has at some point, because that is literally what gets us through life is human connection it is love as a very unfortunate side note of that there is grief on the other end and I think we have it all mixed up even I have had it mixed up since I've lost my mum with this idea of grief has an end grief can come to a conclusion acceptance of grief is the end of it no it's not like I said I think personally for me what I found is feeling like I've gotten one over on my grief or like I've succeeded in my journey with grief for my mum is learning to coexist and I remember when my mum first died that phrase to me that everybody you'd hear everybody saying you just learn to live with it grief is like something you just learn to live with it sounded excuse my french i know i'm not going to swear early because we don't need to we don't need to i'm just going to use the word absolutely but you can imagine what word i would have inserted there exhausting that sounded absolutely exhausting to me 
Learning to coexist and just deal with this emotion that feels so unbearably painful. Like, I've gone through childbirth, okay? Grief can feel harder than childbirth. Imagine, like, the most intense physical pain you've ever felt. Grief and trying to, like, flow the energy of love that you have for someone that is no longer physically with you anymore is more intense than the most intense physical pain you've ever felt in your life it just is like it's so overwhelming it's so extreme it's so powerful and I remember when my mum first died and I was really like in the very you know early days of learning how to grieve and I'd hear people saying yeah you just learn to deal with it and it just it's always there but you just learn to kind of like live with it it's like what sorry I actually don't want to do that I remember actually thinking that I remember actually thinking I'd rather not I'd actually just rather not do that is that an option because I can't do this I'm not going through the rest of my life trying to exhaustingly process this incredibly painful and horrible and dark emotion forever sorry that's not for me babe and yes it does sound exhausting it does sound tiring when you are in those waves of grief it is exhausting thinking oh my god do I really have to deal with this forever when you are in that wave of grief but when you come out of that wave of grief you realize there are two sides to the coin and there are two sides to grieving and one very heavy side is all of that big emotion it is all of that pain but the other side to the coin of grief is life and love and realizing that you still have so much of that left to give and how the person that you're grieving would want you to do that although grief is a universal thing and like I said most of the time it's something every single one of us will experience at some point in our lifetime the way that grief can find us varies so widely and my story is with cancer so I lost my mum to cancer she had a five and a half year battle with a brain tumour she was diagnosed when I was 18 she died when I just turned 24 years old so although I'm going to share a little bit about my story I am going to try and keep this podcast episode more to my findings through grief and my lessons that I've learned through it as opposed to really delving into my story because I've done that online before and I did actually end up filming two very in-depth videos about my mum's journey with her cancer and the whole kind of story behind it specifically on my YouTube channel. I did one six weeks after she died and one one year after she died. So if you find yourself kind of wondering a little bit more about my story or you find yourself in those time periods in your grief you know like a few weeks after you've lost someone and then a year after you've lost someone I will leave the links to those videos below in the show notes and actually isn't it funny because I watched back one of those videos this morning kind of just to see you know what I'd already discussed online and it's so funny isn't it like what our minds can block out like I'm only three years on but watching the video back where I sat down six weeks after my mum had died and I was you know really going to a lot of detail 
about quite a lot of the story with it it was so interesting to me how so much of that I was like oh my god I'd forgotten about that or oh yeah no I I was like transitioned straight back into that that moment in time when otherwise I think I'd actually completely shut it out and I'm only three years on and I wrote a list uh, like a like a thing in my notes 24 hours after she'd passed and I remember writing in there like I am petrified to forget these small details and it was like details about what she looked like as she was dying and my my very specific emotions through the 10 days leading up to her dying when she was kind of in like this coma not unconscious but very not aware state and I remember being petrified that I would get actually get to the point that I am at today where so many of those small details don't come into my mind now and I don't know if that actually being here where I am today provides me with the sadness or or the the fear that I had at the time I wrote them down because I was scared I was going to forget or actually if it provides me with comfort that I've moved on in a lot of senses even though grief is something we don't move on from but it's like a it's like a benchmark as to what the progress that my grief has made is that I don't sit and think about those those things like her cold blotchy legs and feet as she was hours away from dying like I once kind of obsessed over what if I forget because if I forget that then that means that I forget her and that means that that whole chapter of my life with my mum in it is gone from my memory forever and it's like no actually what grief teaches me is that grief is not about remembering those details that haunt you forever grief is not about torturing yourself to think about those traumatic experience that you dealt with in the lead up to death or whatever your story is with losing someone you love the traumatic things that surrounded the death like that's not what grief is and if you forget and stop thinking about those things that's not a sign of forgetting the person that you love and I know I sound like a broken record when I come back to that in almost every single topic we discuss over here on growing and glowing but in my opinion self-awareness is literally the key to being the best version of who you are and dealing with things in the best possible way you can with what knowledge you have at that moment in time to me grief is channeling the love that you have for the person that is no longer physically here with us in a way that honors you as well I've had quite a time with doing that to be really honest with you because the emotions that have popped up for me during the last three years that I've been grieving and mourning the loss of my mum it's not been rainbows and butterflies with like just love that I had for her my mum and I we actually had quite a rocky relationship for a lot of years and that is something that I've never ever said online because I've not really felt like it's relevant 
it's not something I'm interested in when it comes to kind of you know airing dirty laundry um it's just not felt productive but I feel like in this discussion I think it's important to note that grief doesn't just include the love grief also includes processing the other emotions that come up for that person too and in my case in particular there was anger sadness um abandonment pain that I've had to process when she's not been here so it's kind of like you know not just to the fact that I've lost her and I'm mourning her but also to things that happened between us years ago years before she died years before she was even poorly emotions that I'm coming to terms with and situations that I'm processing now as an adult as a mother myself wondering and trying to come at it from a place of least judgment as possible but wondering why she chose to do things she did as a mum when I'm now a mum myself and wouldn't put my own kids through that even if it caused me a great great amount of pain not to so grief for me has not been straightforward because it's also been having to process all of these emotions that actually are directed at her as as well as obviously the obvious emotion of grief of loss and sadness and the guilt that can come with those other emotions cropping up when it's about someone that isn't here any longer to defend themselves or you're not able to have that conversation with them so that's where therapy's really helped me because this energy that lives inside us of these emotions it has to go somewhere and if it can't go to the person that is no longer here it has to come out in some other way so that's where I've personally found therapy very useful but my mum and I didn't have a straightforward relationship and although she's still my mum and I still love her oh with every ounce of my being it's still hard like this relationship between us kind of being continued from my end with nowhere to go whether it's emotions in our relationship built with love or built with you know that little bit of anger and um my wanting to question her on some things now that I'm an adult woman mother myself I can't lie I think if I was to pinpoint exactly why I'm out of my grief right now I do think I'm like very heavily in a state of denial when I write on paper what I've done since my mum died I have got engaged I was engaged to my now husband five months after she died then we fell pregnant two months after that with our first baby and like even that in itself like I was actually at such early stages in my grief and didn't even realize then of course I had the pregnancy then I gave birth this whole time I think throwing myself into my work and like my YouTube videos and keeping myself really really busy you know to have done so much in between all of that and now be pregnant and nearly giving birth to my second child 
I actually went to go and visit my mum's. We didn't um, bury her in a cemetery with a grave or anything like that. There's a natural burial woods near where she lived. We decide, I decided to put her there instead because if you know the story of my mum, you'll know that we weren't allowed to talk about it. We weren't allowed to talk about our accounts. We weren't allowed to talk about the fact that she was dying. She didn't want to know anything. She didn't go to hospital appointments. She didn't want to have scan results. To the point where conversations like where she was going to be buried and her funeral and things like that were non-existent. They were down to me. And I, I mean, gosh, like this is turning into a therapy session 101, but I felt more alone than that and making those decisions than I've ever felt in my grief because it was like trying to think about what this person wants who is still very much alive in front of you but also dying right before your eyes and having to think about these choices that they would want to have but they're not giving you any lead and also I didn't feel like I had anybody to talk to about it because even though... I do have my younger sister Katie that I'm sure a lot of you know from my vlogs like my way of dealing with my grief and Katie's way of dealing with her grief are so very different they are on polar opposites of the scale and also I kind of have this like thing towards Katie as I'm sure many of you have gathered through my videos that is like a very maternal feeling and I kind of didn't really want to put any of any of these decisions on her or feel like I, I, I feel like I could really talk to her about any of it so I did feel very alone with it and I just want to say shout out to anybody else that has been in that position because trying to make those decisions when you feel entirely on your own and you've not really got anybody to like connect with over or share that responsibility with is so hard that's like one of the I remember that being like one of the hardest things about loss was like trying to step into this position of making all of these decisions that didn't feel like they were my decisions to make but nobody else was stepping up to the plate to do it so it was really hard and so I decided to go with a natural burial wood because that's what felt right for my mum and I actually visited there yesterday with Connor and with Sane and my two dogs and obviously I'm heavily pregnant with my second child and there was a part of it that broke my heart obviously then aside putting aside the like I'm going here to grieve for my mum it was like this sudden realization of actually how much has changed in my life since I lost her three years ago like the fact that I'm about to bring my second child into the world like all of the stuff that I've been through since I lost her like the change in the person I feel like I am since I last had a conversation with her and that was a hard moment like sitting there and realizing just how f how much progress my life has made when she's not been here to see it that was a hard moment it was another hard moment in my grief journey and one that I don't think I'd really had since I lost her because for so long after I lost her she died a day before we went into the first lockdown in the UK for coronavirus so it felt like almost half of my journey with my grief so far like the first two years the year and a half to two years after I lost her was really the world was frozen anyway do you know what I mean like nobody was really doing much with their life anyway 
so I didn't really have that feeling for that time but when I went to go and see her memorial tree yesterday where she's buried it was like I've done all of this I've literally birthed nearly two people two of your grandchildren your first grandchild your second grandchild have come into this world in the last three years that you've not been here and I'm married and like I'm not I hadn't had to deal with that that bit of my grief yet which is like almost feeling so far away from from where I was when when she left so that was a new part of grief to deal with and I this is the thing with grief like I said grief goes on for the rest of your life and I'm not a pro I only have three years experience under my belt right now when I sit here with 30 years experience I'm sure I'll have a lot more lessons and a lot more learnings on it to to speak about and to share with you but I don't have and I don't believe there is such thing as a guide on how to get through it I just don't think that exists I think that's pretty impossible because everybody deals with it so differently and I'm such a planner person like when she died I literally on I remember on day one being desperate for some sort of like manual on how to get through it like this is what you do on day one this is what you do in the first hour this is what you do with the first time you eat rice krispies after you have lost the person you love like this is how you get through the rest of your life I wanted a step-by-step guide and there isn't all there is is accepting the reality of what is and making peace with this idea in our mind of what we deserved and what we should have had because I found that that is what is the real killer that is what drags me down into like victim mentality victim mode when I sit there and think about it's so unfair that this happened it's so unfair that I lost my mum at 24 the jealousy that pangs inside when I see someone else having a baby shower with their mum having like done all of it for them or they've gone wedding dress shopping with their mum or my friends like saying that they've done their mum is going round for dinner or I don't know whatever anything with a mum involved I have to really take a moment and step back and almost like gentle parent my own inner child that is like freaking out because in those moments it is so easy to think this isn't fair life's not fair but I found no comfort in thinking like that I found actually personally for me that's actually pretty self-destructive to think like that I don't manage to get anything done when I'm feeling like that it doesn't it doesn't sit in love is what I'm trying to say sitting there and thinking about how unfair it is that you've you've had to be the one to go through the grief you've had to be the one to deal with that loss there's 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 not really any love in that emotion that is just harboring negative energy in your energy body and if you're also then going to choose not to release that negative energy in some way that is where grief can become a very very dangerous thing because it's not being processed and it's it's just building on negative experience of grief after negative experience of grief and then that becomes your life and that is where people get so swallowed into their grief 
I just found personally I've been so much better at living a happier life and coping with my grief when I don't sit in that victim mentality although it is hard and although it feels sometimes like that is the only way through it is sitting there and thinking woe is me poor me I'm so sad I've lost my mum I don't have this this and this and it's so unfair that all my friends my sisters blah 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 get else to get to do that but it is my reality that I lost my mum do you know what I mean and it's not denial that's not denial denial isn't choosing to step outside of victim mentality that's not what denial is denial I think that has been showing up in my journey with grief is being very aware and feeling those negative energies come up feeling tears arise whenever I see a picture of my mum or listen to a certain Mamma Mia song or whatever like denial is where I can feel it bubbling and I choose not to go there because I can't be bothered to deal with the with the sad emotion because it's going to be painful and I think being really honest and being really open that's where I am in my journey right now because I can feel the emotion coming up inside me for Mother's Day this weekend and it's like a wall goes up around my heart already and I'm just being honest like denial for me is is very real right now but there are different stages to grief and acceptance of grief even though it feels like a great place to get to when you feel it is not the end of it because there are always going to be new life situations new experiences that you go through that are going to trigger all of those different stages within the grief process once again so you might feel like you've accepted it I know that I definitely feel as if I've accepted it at points most of the time I feel like I've accepted it but then it's something like going to visit my mum's tree and being very being made to be feel very aware of how much my life has changed since she died that then triggers me into a separate part in the grief process and then it's just going through the motions all over again one thing that can be a real struggle for a lot of us in dealing with grief is this whole idea of moving on and living your life and continuing to be happy I remember when my mum first died and I wrote down in my I don't know if it was in my notes or in a journal feeling like I could be happy again without her being around felt like it was light years away I did not know how to do that I didn't know how to carry on living life and when I started to and sometimes even still to this day I get an immense moment of guilt for carrying on and for being happy when she can't like she's not here to do that which actually it's something that we all feel so heavily if we're in a moment of grief but it's the most ridiculous thing don't you think if you're grieving someone that much where you feel guilty to the point of living being a bad thing then that means that you must have loved them a hell of a lot and that they probably loved you a hell of a lot too. But when you love someone that much, imagine if the she was on the other foot. Imagine if it was you that wasn't here anymore. Would you want them to feel guilty for living a life? Absolutely not. In fact, I have a really, really comforting little poem that I want to just read the last little bit of from a book called I Wish I Knew by Donna Ashworth and it's called the thing about grief and it's literally just this small verse of five lines grief may feel like the dying of the soul while the body still lives 
But you are alive, my friend, and they are not. And they do not want you to be with them yet. They very much want you to live. And I had a moment like this really not that long ago. I think it was actually two weekends ago. Because as I have said, my grief is very up and down right now. I know that Mother's Day is coming up. It's her anniversary. Not only is it her literal anniversary, but it's also Mother's Day. So it's almost like a two birds in one stone kind of thing. Anyway, I had my baby shower a couple of weekends ago. And for the longest time leading up to it, I didn't even want to do anything from to like celebrate my beautiful son coming into the world. Like what? Because of my grief, because I had guilt of living. And this is three years on and these moments are rarer than they were before when I first lost her but sometimes they do still pop up and in those moments it's remembering the love that you had for that person and the love that they had for you and that they don't want you to just be living this miserable life where you constantly think about them and are sad about the loss and you bound your life and everything it could be to that they want you to live your life they want you to carry on and I think actually we sometimes misplace the word guilt because I don't think it's always guilt I think it's actually judgment for self about how we're coping with our grief it's judgment for ourselves for the fact that we're continuing to to live and they aren't and the way that we are grieving by what has, what we've learned from society is wrong. Because you think about grieving, you think about, okay, grief means the year after you lose someone, you're just sad every day. And then all of a sudden, you just snap out of it. And then, if you haven't done that, there's something probably a bit wrong with you. And you haven't really processed it how you should. And that is the biggest load of rubbish I've ever heard in my life. Like I said, grief is a very, very, very lifelong process. But I think the key to it is being able to be self-aware enough to notice where you are and then bringing love and light to where you are at that point in your grieving process. If that means you are at a place where you're judging yourself for living your life, for having a baby shower, then it's coming to the realisation that it's not the person you lost that wouldn't want you to have the baby shower that's your judgment that you're having it for yourself because you love them so much that you wouldn't ever want to give them the wrong impression that you're continuing to be happy without them when in actuality it's your right to be happy you're still alive you're still here you still have your life to live you still have happy days to come through to you you still have people to meet that are going to end up being one of the biggest loves in your life you're still going to have laughter have happiness have joy and you are so deserving of all of those things the rubbish things that happen to us in life the way to get over it just always boils down to the same thing don't you think it always boils down to love how can we show love through this situation what do we need Grief, in my opinion, is only successfully owned when you're constantly showing yourself awareness of where you are in that process and then showing unconditional love to that part of the process. And that's something for me that I have struggled with because unconditional love comes from your mum. That's why you're taught it. But I lost my mum. So that unconditional love that I guess I should be getting from her I've had to teach myself to give to myself and 
that's become a hell of a lot easier since having a child of my own because having a child of my own as we discussed in the last episode has really taught me what that is it's really taught me what unconditional love is what judgment is but having to apply that to ourself in our darkest deepest moments is so important even though it feels impossible it is so important and sometimes I think that unconditional love does mean pushing yourself out of your comfort zone a little I know that for me unconditional love is if I can feel grief bubbling away inside of me and it's just up to my neck just up to my mouth then it's coming up to the top of my ears and it's about to burst outside of my head and I'm just covered in grief I know that the unconditional love that I need to give myself is going and sitting and thinking about my mum instead of avoiding it like I usually do to be honest with you because like I said I think I'm at a bit of a stage in denial right now I don't know if it's the pregnancy hormones I don't know if it's like I'm trying to focus so heavily on bringing another life into this world and trying to keep myself so high because of that because I want to be the best for my kids that I'm almost like doing myself error by pushing away the negative emotion that is coming through because really sometimes it just needs that one little outburst and then it's okay for a while again and I think that outburst could have happened yesterday when I took everybody my son and Connor and everyone to the memorial tree it could have happened then and it did for a bit but it was like so painful that I shut the door on it pretty quickly so I know that it's still there and I know that it still needs to pop up but the unconditional love is doing that the unconditional love is not running away from that emotion even though that is what feels most comfortable and at the same time if we're going to flip that if you are feeling in a really low 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 spot with your grief and all you can do is sit on the sofa and you can't even bear to think about going outside or getting a little bit of fresh air on your face because doing that would just hurt too much it's showing yourself the unconditional love to honor the fact that you are here they might not be but you're still deserving of that fresh air you're still deserving of love you're still deserving of the life that you have been blessed to be given at the same time this is all a very very personal journey and we cannot we simply cannot judge someone else's way of grieving because it's not the same as our own I don't think in the whole circle that my mum has of people grieving her loss I don't think there's one pair of us that are grieving the same everybody is grieving ever so slightly differently and it has been painful because there have been people in that circle that have been grieving for my mum that have absolutely judged the way that I've been grieving and I can tell you that's a horrible feeling that adds like 10 times more to my grief you know I'm just gonna keep it open and be really honest here a whole nother layer to this conversation that I'm not gonna get into because I don't feel like it's particularly relevant but I will touch on it because I feel like I can't be the only person that has gone through it grief is so much more than just losing that person grief then totally and utterly can shatter and completely change forever your relationship with other people involved in that scenario 
because of the expectations that people hold on one another for behaving in a certain way grieving in a certain way we hold judgment for the way that they do it and if they if they don't do it in the way that we see them fit to be doing it then they're doing it wrong that's not love that's just pain that's just judgment that's just hatred in a situation that is already so tormenting do not judge someone else's way of grieving someone else's way of dealing with it to be right or wrong because there is no right or wrong all we can keep doing every single time in any situation in anything to do with grief or life is love and light bringing love bringing light to every situation we can possibly be in and judgment is not included in love or light whenever i speak about grief one of the most popular questions i'm always asked is how can i help my significant other through this how can i help my so-and-so through this whoever the relationship is to you and that would honestly be one of my biggest tips is not judgment absolutely not judgment we just cannot judge or hold space for preconceptions about how we would have done things differently or the way we would cope with it if we haven't walked a mile in that person's shoes I think communication is really important just being very open and very honest look I I want nothing more in this world than to help you and show you love through this situation that you are facing right now how best can I serve you how can the relationship you and I have be at its best right now let me show up for you let me be there for you what is it that you need me to do and I think it does take again once again self-awareness from the other person in order to be able to give you the best answer to that I know there have been situations before where sometimes all I want to do is cry and talk about my mum because of something I've seen on TV. We're in the middle of watching a programme and it triggers back a memory of mine. And I can totally understand. I sit here and laugh. It's not funny, but I can totally understand how confusing that would be to Connor when the exact same thing could happen a week later. And I just want to turn the programme off and go in a different room and not talk about it. Because last week... I did the exact opposite thing so I think it's like about being really self-aware with where you are in your processing grief and being honest about that to the people that love you who are trying to help and support you so I know this is very niche this next part of the convo but I just want to touch on it for anybody that is in the same boat as me this mother's day of being a motherless daughter or a motherless son trust me honey I've been there okay this is not my first Mother's Day without my mum Mother's Day as I've mentioned is also the anniversary of my mum's death which actually I just want to do a huge shout out to the lovely incredibly beautiful sweet kind wonderful soul that reached out to me on Instagram DM when I spoke about this on there the other day a little bit she really helped me see the love and the positive in the situation of the fact that my mum died on Mother's Day which was really hard to see up until that point to be totally honest with you like because my mum was in this like state where she could have died for 10 days and the doctors told us that usually the people that are in that kind of state don't make it any longer than a week but my mum went on for 10 days and then she died on the 10th day which happened to be mother's day 2020 and this sweet soul that dm'd me said what if your mum chose that day 
to die because she knew that it was the only day where you would be able to be provided with a little bit more love and a little bit more light and a little bit more comfort and happiness on that day when you have children of your own and it's so true there's not another day in all of the 365 days there is that she could have died in the year where there could be just a slither of a chance that I could feel better on that day through being celebrated as a mother myself any other day of the year it would just be rubbish because I would just be sitting thinking about her but she chose a day to die where I also get to be celebrated as a mum myself through my own children and that brings love and light to the day that she died that might seem like a bit of a reach to some people but I want to use it as an example to you and again a huge thank you to the sweet sweet person that messaged me that because that really reminded me to see the beauty in everything like god did I ever think I'd be able to see the beauty in the day that my mum died no (laughs) but I just want it to be a bit of a thought trigger for you guys what's the positive you can take through this lesson of grief what is something here that you can flip and switch and turn it into love because there will be something it might seem like the hardest thing in the world to find and it might have to have like the the light and the energy of the sun to be poured onto it for you to be able to notice it and see it but there will be something there even if it's just the personal growth that you experience through it the personal growth that losing my mum has given me is a lesson that yes of course I wish I didn't have to experience but it's happened and here I am trying to make the best out of it and it really has taught me so much if anything it's taught me that my time on here on earth is short and you don't know you know not to sound morbid but you don't know how long you have I'm sure my mum did not think that she would have 24 short years with me and 21 short years with Katie if you ask me today when do you think how long do you think you're going to be around for for saint's life I would say well I hope forever because you do even the idea of leaving saint when he's like a 70 year old man like kills me inside but you just do think that you're going to be here forever but that's just not the reality and that's what losing someone teaches you and that just makes everything so much more meaningful everything is done with more love more passion more oomph just more because you know what it is to not have it anymore and so I just want to say to those motherless daughters out there this mother's day what would your mum want you to do today what would your how would your mum want you to spend mother's day from a mum myself now I can guarantee you she would not want you to sit around crying all day if that's what you need to do, if that's what you need to do to honour your feelings, if that's what your grief is telling you you need to do, then you absolutely do that. But your mum would want you to live this beautiful life that she gave you. 
she'd want you to go out and experience all of the things that life has to offer you she'd want you to own it she'd want you to own it with happiness and joy and friendship and laughter and if you're in a position like me where you are a motherless daughter but you have babies you have your children your mum would absolutely want you to go and celebrate that and the woman that you've become since she departed so just remember that your mum your dad your sibling your baby whoever it is that you've lost they love you so much and they want you to be here and they want you to be happy shivers as i say that go and live the beautiful life that you've been blessed with (sighs) wow i have been sitting here recording for so long i don't even i feel like i need connor to make me the biggest cup of tea i need the biggest pack of chocolate digestives babe i need five slices of nutella on toast oh my lord that was cathartic that was emotional that was deep at the same time i feel like i didn't even touch the surface and this is why i'm so honored to have a space like growing and glowing because this is the first conversation of many guys you have any requests for me about what you want me to do episodes on you want me to jump a little bit deeper into a specific part of a conversation just pop me a message i promise i i I try my absolute hardest to read every single message on growing and glowing and of course my personal instagram and stuff as well feedback is always appreciated and always taken on board and yeah honestly like i feel like grief all of these topics motherhood everything is such a big conversation and there's so much i want to say on it if there's something specifically you want me to talk about please please just let me know I am going to love and leave you today with my growing and glowing moments of the week and as usual I want you to think and take a moment for yourself of what your own growing and glowing moments are of the week. My growing moment this week I think is actually going to see my mum's memorial tree because I'm just going to be really open and really honest right now and really share some vulnerability. I have not felt ready to go and see it since the day that we buried her there which was last September and it's now March I just haven't been and I felt shame around that you know when there have been family members that have asked to meet me there or go there I just have not felt okay enough to go I felt really scared of the grief that is going to trigger in me but now I've been and I actually did it I think in the best way I could have done it with connor and saint and my dogs and the baby in my womb right now although it was like really hard for me to go there instead of where i wanted to go in my mind which was to her house for a roast dinner because it was a sunday like it was also still such a wonderfully beautiful experience and it was definitely a growing moment for me because it was fucking really hard to go and stand there at my mum's memorial tree with my toddler running around dreaming of the relationship they would have had in another lifetime 
you know but I did it and now it feels as though a plaster has been ripped off and that first step has been taken and now I'm actually really looking forward to going again now it feels like it's a much easier more accessible place for me to go because I've been there and done it and I've realized it's not as big and scary as it seems going to visit and even if it does invoke a lot of emotion a lot of grief for me to come up in that moment then that's okay like what's the worst that's going to happen I cry and feel the pain but then I also feel the, the fresh air on my cheeks and I also hear the birds tweeting and I also see someone walking their dog through the field and in the summer we can take picnic blankets there and you know I have a lot of plans of things I want to plant around it and it's a beautiful beautiful space so that was my growing moment was going to visit my mum's grave I guess you could call it my glowing moment of the week I've actually been really good at putting myself to bed early the last few nights <laughs> wow I sound like a old pregnant woman when I say that don't I but it's my reality I've been literally tucking myself up at like half past eight nine o'clock every single night and I am so thankful for myself every single morning when we wake up at like six seven a.m I really make sure that like my bedtime the last few nights has been a bit of a ritual to be honest with you I spray my lovely spray that I like to spray I might do a little bit of meditation I always read my book I read I try to read like 10 pages of my book every single night I'm currently reading Spare by Prince Harry um which I'm loving by the way I know that their whole situation and whatever is people have mixed opinions on it but I am loving the book it's very eye-opening I love the way he has written it and there's something about it I don't know why but there's something about it that actually feels quite nostalgic to me so I'd recommend that book if you're looking for a new book to read there's just something that feels really nice about like you know getting tucked up into fresh bed sheets and fresh pajamas and your legs are shaved and they're moisturized and you're reading your book and you're eating a little bit of chalk I always take a little bit of chocolate up with me um yeah so that's been my glowing moment has been like taking care of myself in these last few weeks of pregnancy and it's something that I know I need to do a little bit more of which you know a bedtime is a small place to start babe but it's a good place to start so let the pregnancy massages commence babe because now I've got my bedtime rituals underway I'm ready to go go full on with my self-care routine anyway I'm gonna love you and leave you I hope that this episode managed to serve you in some way even if you are not grieving or going through the process of loss right now but I want you to know that if you are you can get through this I didn't think I would be here three years on talking about my experience with grief but here I am and I have almost two beautiful children to thank for that journey and life's twists and turns and just even when life you know you're really in the trenches of it and you're feeling like what is the reason for this why do I deserve this to happen just please remember there is love and there is light at the end of it and I promise you that that you can get through it and I'm sending you the biggest cuddle in the world and I really 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 hope you go on to have the most wonderful week thank you so much for listening guys I love you dearly 
and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.